0: Oh, this is Tim with Online Big Blue Bringing you the best and jolly good sports talk and Entertainment for the Giants Here from England And of course that is the, Probably the worst English accents Besides Doms, that's your lover here This is Tim, this is Online Big Blue Sports Bringing you the UK version or edition of online, big blue talking giants getting ready for the big game against the Packers in the UK and top on the stadium. Uh, Dale Jones, of course, now they're saying is showing positive signs that Daniel Jones will be playing against the Packers. He's feeling a lot better in the giants. Optimism is growing. And that's a good thing because you know what? Uh, as much as I do not believe in Daniel Jones as the starting quarterback for the New York football giants, I believe even less in Davis Webb for to fill that role as well. Um, We'll get a better idea of the injury reports on Friday, so we'll get a, we'll get a, we'll get a better understanding. We'll get a better feel about what's going to happen, and um, you know what the Giants are thinking right now. We have we have to talk about something real quick, though. I want to talk about Nick Gates. Nick Gates makes his uh, makes his return to, or I should say, long road return to the Giants. Uh, the twenty six year old center, you know, he used to be a guard. You know, came back from that is coming back from that horrific leg injury. Um, now Dable wasn't around for Gates, so I you know I find it interesting that they they really held on to him, you know, during this new regime, and he hasn't played a practice since uh, September of 2021. He fractured his fibula and tibula in his left leg. I guess it was in the I forget sorry, it was in the Washington game. Uh he's been on the um injured reserve since then. He can practice up to now 21 days, but the Giants must decide if they want to activate him or they can put him back on the pup for the remainder of the season. You got to hope that they're going to, you know, I mean, you hope that for his sake that he is getting the best medical advice available. It was a horrific injury. You think of Alex Smith, Uh, you think of not only his playing career, but you think of the longevity of his life. And what it's going to be like if he continues to play on that leg? So you hope he's getting the best medical advice and the best medical advice for himself uh, that's available to him. Because the worst thing to do is I'm going to tell you this is to be 50 years old and have uh, extremely bad knee, who had two ACL surgeries on and one ACL replacement. Then you know if I, if I it's one of those things. If I would have known what I know, you know, if at 20, if I would know what I'm going to know now at 50, I probably would not have tried to come back um, and play that after that first ACL. That's just me though, because you know what you have, you have to live with your decisions after, you know, after things happen. So that's, that's the best thing, but you know, it's good to see him on the field. He had an emotional return. Um, I, am like I said, as, as an athlete, you always think you have one more season and you, you always think you have one more play in, in you. You always, you always, you always think there's that, there's that chance. You have one more moment in the sun. Um, and sometimes it's just false hope, but you always feel like there's, there's that chance. And like I said, we, I, like I said, I just have my fingers crossed that he is getting the best advice available to him, um, in reference to this situation, uh, going through the Giants injury report a little bit, Leonard Williams and Kadarius but Tony both returned to practice on Thursday. D- people that did not practice him on Wednesday, people that did not practice on Wednesday was Kenny G of course, Tyra Taylor, Julian love Cordell Flott, Aziz Ojolari, uh, Rich James jr. With the ankle. Um, people that were limited in practice were Daniel Jones, Kadarius, Tony, Wondell Robinson, um, Leonard Williams, Evan Neal, Fabian Monroe and Nick McLeod. So we're going to get a better idea on Friday, what the injury report's going to look like. We're going to see what the statuses are. You'll get even more information on Saturday. The giants of course are leaving today to fly across to the pond in the Dahmer land to, you know, at that point in time. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see who they bring in, who they bring up, uh, what the wide receiver situation is going to look like. If we're finally going to get any time an extended view of both Wanda Robinson and Kadarius Tony, you know, I mean, it's going to, it's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I find it, uh, another thing that I find interesting is, uh, Sterling Shepard came out and kind of revealed, uh, or what he thought, um. You know what happened with his leg, uh, just you know. So I mean, it's um, you know, you you knew you knew something, you knew something happened, and you know he he just talks about the fact that you know it, it is what it is, uh, you know this is not going to keep him down. Um, you know that, that that he is that he is going to move forward. So I'm going to go fight. I'm going to go. Uh, excuse me. I'm going to fight to get my body back where I can perform and get things good. He's in the final year in his contract, though, so it's pretty much, you know, he's pretty much out for the Giants. He says, I'm a fighter, so I want to go out on my team, uh, on my terms. Excuse me. He says, I'm a fighter, I want to go out on my terms, which is his first public um, statement that he said a couple days ago. Uh, I don't want like something like this to make me go out, so I'm going to fight to get my body back to where I can perform at good and get to this good thing, you know, and get this good thing. I don't understand what that means, but. Um, Again, this is another guy you hope that he's, he has had multitudes of injuries. It's not uncommon for someone to tear an ACL and then tear, excuse me, to have an Achilles injury and then have an ACL injury. Uh, it's also not uncommon for someone coming back from an ACL injury to then all of a sudden have an Achilles injury. Um, especially, you know, it's just one of those things, man. You, sometimes you favor, anyone that's had major surgery like surgery I've like had, sometimes you favor the leg. And you don't know you're doing it. You don't, you have you have no doubt. You have no thought process that you're actually favoring the leg as much as you are. And then you're putting more stress on not only the other leg but other ligaments and joints in the leg that you're favoring. It doesn't do it doesn't do you any good. So, like I said, again, we have to hope. We have to hope that um, you know that again he's getting the best medical advice available. Um, you know the the. Packers are going to be a tough out and that's, and that's, you know, it's an away game basically for both teams. Um, You're going to have probably a continue. We're going to have a stream on Friday with some gentlemen from the UK at 4 PM. So we're going to, we're going to talk about what the, what the pulse is, what the vibe is in reference to who, you know, what team will have more of the home field advantage, but it's one of those things that it's going to be a tough out. It's going to be a tough test. It's going to be like the Dallas game. You know, that's going to be the issue. It's going to be, can we beat a good team? Now the Packers are having some issues and we're going to talk about those issues on Friday, but you know, there's certain things that the giants need to do to, you know, just to continue the streak. And basically if you want to keep playing well, you got to just keep getting feeding Saquon the rock. He has 463 yards rushing and two touchdowns. He's averaging 115 a game at 5.5 yards of attempt. He had, you know, like you said, you just got to keep feeding it to him. Just keep giving him the ball repeatedly over and over again. I mean, I've said it a million times. Run, run, run. Don't even think about throwing. I've said it before. I said it on the stream the other day. Just get a coat rack with a helmet on it and just let that coat rack hand the ball to Saquon Barkley or Matt or Brightwell or whomever. Make them stop the run. Because right now, the Giants rank 28th in completions and tied to the second lowest passing touchdowns with a total of three in the league. There is some, there is some flaws in the passing game. Now, we're going to talk about this. We're, we are going to do, we're, if you are an OGR member, bonus clip. Stay tuned for after this video because there will be a bonus clip. And we're going to talk we're going to talk about the quarterback situation a little bit but like I said you can you can so much you can only so much blame repeatedly the the line the wide receivers and everything else at, at some point in time you got let you gotta let the peacock fly. you gotta air out the ball and I find it interesting that two regimes now have basically gone ultra conservative with Daniel Jones as their quarterback. And I think that that should tell you something. But this is a game that whomever the quarterback is against this Packer team, I can, you can't keep me cooped up in here, okay? I am a peacock. You gotta let me fly. You gotta let the peacock fly. You just have to. Now, one of the other issues that we're going to need to worry about is stopping the run. You know, they actually have a really good running back in greenback. So stopping the run is going to be something that's going to be paramount. That's probably why we picked up AJ Klein. That's basically why we also got Jalen Smith. You have Tay Crowder and our old buddy. I don't even want to say his name because I'm not going to. They're basically turnstiles when you get into the second level. Say Crowder played better last week, but he's been horrid the other three weeks. He said, if you go buy a pro football focus, he's at like a 28.9% rating. Um, He's been horrid. That's why you went out and got Jalen Smith. That's why we got and got AJ Klein. So we have to maintain the second level and having both Aaron Jones and which his name AJ, uh, AJ Dillon. And what's his name? And Dobson is in there too. He's he's gonna start game back from the ACL. And the, the, they could rack up some serious yardage on this giant defense if we don't. There's, there is there is there has been enough push in the second level. Excuse me, in the first level. In reference to Dexter Lawrence and DJ Davidson, the problem is they are getting the push in the first level, but and they're making they're slow. This is why Blake Martinez was so vital to this team. Because again, you flow like water through the vines. They slow you down in the first level. And in the second level, you are supposed to mop up within a yard or two off the line. We're not doing that. We're mopping up six, seven, five, six, seven yards after the initial the initial contact. That's not a way to win football games. That's just not a way to do it. That's why we're going for these linebackers. We're going to do a better breakdown. We're going to do a complete breakdown of the Packers game, uh, probably on Saturday. Like I said, we'll have a live stream at 4 p.m. on Friday, talking everything from some gentlemen, from, from some gents from the U.K., it's, go, it's, going to, it's going to be mental. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. <laughs> I've said it a million times before. There's only one person who has a worse, a worse. excuse me, I can't even talk today, who has a worse British accent than I do, and that's the Dahmer. So right now, folks, we are going to close out this show. Again, this is Tim with Online Big Blow, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And if you're an OG member, you know what time it is. <laughs> bonus clip. All right, OG members, it's bonus clip time. Oh, I got I to gotta talk about Daniel Jones. And I, and I want to do it off the air because, you know, there's too many sensitive people out there. The sensitivity that's abound for Daniel Jones is just—it's just mind-boggling. And and James Williams is my—he's yeah. um, my eyes and ears in reference to the giant content creators and, and other things that people are saying. And he was telling me that you know people are turning around to Daniel Jones. They're—they're they're moving around. I guess Bad Dog did a video. I didn't get to watch it, where he says he's coming around on Daniel Jones. And evidently, there's some people, I've seen some people on Twitter who were against Daniel Jones basically saying the same thing. We're coming around on Daniel Jones. Why? Truly, why? I look at this quarterback not only in reference to statistics. I look at him to what he actually offers and gives to the team. There's not, there's not a lot there. And we've talked about it before. This is a guy in four games, a quarter of the season is thrown for 631 yards and three touchdowns and two interceptions. Really? His completion, he's, he, he threw for 71 yards against a bad Bears team, 196 against the Cowboys, which was a net 166 with the sacks and the losses yards. He threw for 76 yards against the Panthers and 188 against the Titans. He's currently on pace to throw for a little over 3,000 yards and like 12 touchdowns for the entire season. He has progressively gotten worse every year that he has been a starting quarterback for the Giants, progressively, and injuries as well. Of course, he had 19, threw for over 3,000, 24, and 12, 20, 2,900, 11, and 10, 21, 2,400, 10, and seven. And now he probably will throw for this. He is what he is. He has shown, and I know I hate when people say this because I say this all the time. If you remove the four or three or four big games that he had in 19, his stats are... Are eerily similar the entire way. They look almost identical, removing those big games. They look and they were big games against bad teams. They look eerily identical. Because he is what he is. He is a guy that has some athleticism. He's he is not fleet of foot in the pocket. He can run, but like I said, we've talked about it a million times. He's like my Oldsmobile, my 76 Olds. You know, you get it going downhill, it goes quick, but, you know, you had to get it going downhill first. I'm just not seeing what people see. They're like, well, I like his toughness. There's been a lot of tough quarterbacks, and let's be honest, how much toughness does it take to stand out on the wing and have Saquon Barkley get the direct snap in the Wildcat? How much toughness does that really take? He would have shown more toughness to me if he stayed in the game. But Danny Wheels... And that's all he is, because he can't throw the ball. He, if he doesn't have his feet, he's nothing. But he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Vic Ultralight, also known as Malik Willis. He's none of those guys combined. He is a guy with limited skill sets, who is winning right now by beating up on bad teams. And he's not even beating up on bad teams statistically who has not seen the field, who the Giants have gone back to his Shermer days where they're cutting the field in half and giving him one option, and the second option is to run if the first option's not open. And they, the Bears the entire first half fell for the play-action rollout repeatedly. They shut it down in the second half, which then shut down Daniel Jones. He's like, well, Darius, then people point, well, Darius Slayton dropped that one ball, but it was passing defense. So we got the we got the yardage, but we still didn't score. It's like Daniel Jubbs, it's like Daniel Jones in the club. We didn't score. And it just, it just boggles my mind that people look at this and I I don't see it. I'm sorry. I have been watching the Giants since 1976. I my first quarterback that I can remember was Craig Morton, who was a terrible quarterback. I went on to Phil Sims. I went on to Scott Brunner. I went on to Jeff Rutledge. I went back to Bruner, back to Sims, over to Haas Stedler, to Cannell, to Kent Graham, to Kerry Collins, you know, to Kurt Warner, then to finally Eli Manning, now to Daniel Jones. I'm just, you, you, you can, you can tell me what a great guy Daniel Jones is. And I love it because like I said, in Denver, after Tebow's season, you know, they went and got uh, Peyton Manning and, you know, and, and basically, you know, John Elway was bashing Tebow left and right. And someone says, doesn't, don't you have something nice to say about Tim Tebow? And he goes, yeah, I'd like him to date my daughter. I'm not saying I don't have, well, first of all, I don't have a daughter, but if I did, I'm not saying I want Daniel Jones, the dater, but I want a quarterback I'm going to say it now. The kid hooker out of Tennessee. There's something there. I watched that Florida game. And I watched a couple of other games early in the season. He's he's been playing extremely well. But the Florida game to me showed me something. There was something in that Florida game that just made me Made me believe a little bit, gave me a little air of confidence in him. And right now, he's now ranked the second quarterback in. Uh, they did, you know, I forget what website. A couple of websites have him ranked now the second quarterback in to come out of the college this year. He's already he's already a graduate, but there's something there with that kid. He's fleet of foot. He's confident in the pocket. He's scared. in college. He's doing more things in college than Daniel Jones is doing in the pros. He's playing against top flight competition. He's helping his team win. He's being the catalyst for his team. And he is the reason why this team will win or lose. Daniel Jones will never be the reason why the Giants win, but he will be the reason why the Giants lose. And I think that is something organizationally we need to look at. And that's something organizationally we need to think about. But we don't want to. We want to then, we want to make something, we've done this since Eli Manning has left, we want to make something out of nothing, and that's saying me, and I'm not saying most of the people that watch and subscribe to this channel, but there is a segment that wants to make something out of nothing, and Daniel Jones is nothing, we have 50 plus million in cap space next year, if you decide to say Quan Barclays, you're probably going to need 8 to 10, so you're already down to 42, you have to take 10 off the top immediately to sign your rookie class, you're down to 32. You have bad contracts on this team that you're not going to be able to get out of in 2023 because you extended them out of 2022. And we gave Leonard Williams the dead cap year in 2023, excuse me, in 2024. So that, that three and a half dead cap money is going to be there no matter what happens with Leonard Williams in 2023. And you're not going to extend Leonard. You're not going to re, you're not going to try to renegotiate. You're not going to try to resign him because you already own 32 million in 2023, and people seem to forget that every time you sign someone off the practice squad, you are automatically giving them the veteran minimum contract for their service time. So when AJ Klein, right now we have four million. When AJ Klein comes off the roster, he's probably going to get one and a half million. So you're then going to be down to two and a half million. And we won't have any rollover money. So Daniel Jones is not coming back no matter what. And I love it because even, like I said, Troy Aikman said it best during the broadcast when uh, Jack Buck, Joe Buck said, you know, they haven't made a decision on Daniel Jones. And he said, yeah, and Aikman's like, yeah, they did. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. So you're not going to give a cap hit of $32 million. Jones, you're not going to give—I love people like, well, I'll give him a two-year deal at like $22 million. Why would he take that? If he thinks he's a primetime NFL quarterback, why would he take that at all? Can you explain, can you explain that to me? No, nobody can. You look at this team, you look at the passing game statistically, it's gotten worse since Jason Garrett left. And I think it's the fact that people on this in this organization have figured out you have to limit Daniel Jones' mistakes by limiting Daniel Jones. Right or wrong, good or bad or indifferent, that's what you have to do. And I think that's the situation that we need to look at in reference to the long haul. And you know what? I think that's how. And I think that's. I think that's how we're gonna end this bonus clip. And again, this is TuneIn Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk in our entertainment. And as always, if you could like, and subscribe. If you're green, that button here like, you know means that'd be awesome.